Welcome to The Podlight, the audio collaboration between Silicon Valley Synergy and San Jose Spotlight. I'm your host, Nick Preciado. San Jose Spotlight reporter Sonia Herrera is here to discuss Google's Downtown West project. How's it going, Sonia? It's going good. Thanks for having me, Nick. (laughs) Oh, of course. So, okay, so you and I were up late last night watching the San Jose Planning Commission meeting. Uh, The Google project was on the agenda. How did that go? Yeah, well, it did go later than uh, many expected. You know, uh, first came a presentation from staff, and that was uh, peppered with questions from commissioners, uh, uh, mainly Commissioner Oliverio and Caballero. Um, and so after that, uh, they took more questions from commissioners, um, and then public comment came, and about 40 people spoke. So it was quite an evening, um, and we kind of rehashed everything that we've learned about the project so far, uh, as well as the development agreement, which includes the community benefits plan for uh, the project. Okay, and uh, was the vote unanimous? Yes, it was a unanimous vote, although two commissioners had to recuse themselves. There were five commissioners voting that day because, uh, uh, yesterday, (laughs) because Justin Lardinois had to recuse himself um, due to, uh, he was a former Google engineer, and then uh, Commissioner Bonilla had to recuse himself because his company that he works for has done business with Google. So it was five out of five uh, voted in favor of the project. And uh, for the commissioners who did vote, uh, what did they have to say about the project? Yeah, the commissioners who voted, um, you know, uh, many were just really happy to see all of the work uh, really kind of come to a a conclusion, you know, because this has been a years long process. Um, You know, a lot were grateful to see the, the amount of thought that Google had put into this as well as, you know, the community benefits that were being offered. Um, So it's just, you know, uh, it's been a long process. Um, And, you know, uh, Commissioner Oliverio had some uh, criticism uh, in the way of whether or not the project actually requires, whether Google is actually required to build any uh, amount, any specific amount of housing or office. And I think uh, Oliverio's concern was primarily around office, especially because, you know, the more office there is, uh, the more jobs there could potentially be on a site. And the more jobs there are, the more that the city can help uh, uh, increase its jobs to housing ratio, which has been uh, low, according to uh, a lot of city estimates. Okay. Now, you've recently written a couple stories about the Sharks Hockey Organization pushing back on this development. What's happening there? Yeah, the the hockey organization, the San Jose Sharks, um, you know, they've been, uh, you know, concerned about this project for a while. And it's not just the Google project. It's also a bunch of other uh, developments that are happening downtown, including uh, the BART Tunnel uh, through downtown San Jose. And, uh, you know, the impacts of this project, especially going over 10 or 10 plus years, the Sharks are concerned about how it may snarl traffic and about how parking spaces may get taken up in that time. And obviously, you know, SAP Center, it's right in right next to Deardon Station. So that's where the Sharks games are held. And. 
they just want to make sure that fans are able to access the game. So they've been publishing letters. They sent out a newsletter this last weekend urging fans to contact the planning commission, to contact San Jose City Council. So uh, they, they're they not keeping it a secret, um, their concerns about this project. And now parking seems to be a major sticking point for the Sharks as well. Can you explain a little of that to our uh, listeners? Yes. Um, so right now, the uh, development agreement with Google uh, allows them to build up to 4,800 parking spaces. So that's 4,800 um, on their site. And those are commercial parking spaces. And all of those will be shared by uh, will would be shared by visitors to the Google campus uh, to and visitors to SAP Center, um, you know, potentially anyone else that's just needing to come to the campus to to work or just to stop by. So, and considering that the Google campus is expecting to have 20,000 jobs, you know, it just takes a fraction of that. If you have a, a you know, like 20% of those uh, using up, you know, driving in their own private vehicles, you could see how the math is not necessarily in favor of any parking spaces being left to the sharks. So it's, um, you know, it's a, it's difficult. I, I could see why the sharks are concerned. Okay, now let's talk housing. What is the Downtown West project proposing in terms of number of units and how many of those units are uh, proposed to be affordable? Yeah, good question. So right now, uh, you know, according to the city memo on the development agreement, it shows that Google is, quote unquote, contemplating or the city is contemplating 4,000 to 5,900 units. So 4,000 to 5,900 housing units. And, you know, a quarter, a quarter of those are slated to be affordable. And um, Google has accomplished this by paying an in-lieu fee, a tiny in-lieu fee, which is basically a fee that you pay instead of building affordable housing um, and building about 200 units of affordable housing. Uh, I think it's moderate income that's integrated into the market rate housing. And then it's also offered the city four areas of land, which should be able to have about 800 units of affordable housing in total. So uh, the math escapes me now, but it's um, overall, it's about a thousand units of affordable housing within 4,000 to 5,900 units of housing overall. So it's going to put a sizable dent, certainly a bigger dent than any tech company has in recent memory, uh, especially considering for a single project, although it is a large project. Yes, definitely. Now, there was something else that the Planning Commission approved last night. It's San Jose's Diridon Station Area Plan. Can you explain a little bit about what that is and how Google fits into that plan? Yeah, so the Diridon Station Area Plan is for the wider area around the station, including Google Campus. So the Google Campus would cons comprise about a third of the total area. Um, but the Deardon Station area plan is um, basically, a, you know, a series of amendments to like the zoning and general plan to allow for taller buildings, first of all, uh, buildings that exceed that would exceed current height limits, um, as well as just more housing in general, which is something obviously that a lot of people are concerned about. And so 
funnily enough, both of these plans came before the Airport Land Use Commission, and the airport basically said these this these plans for these buildings are are too high, and that's the Santa Clara County Airport Land Use Commission. So, be curious to see. Um, we know that City Council requires a two thirds vote in order to override the Land Use Commission's um, vote against these plans. So they've already filed the paperwork to notify the commission that they plan to do that. So it's, um, you know, it's, it's, it's funny to see, but obviously with downtown and the Deerdon station area being so close to the airport, um, it'll be curious to see the, those building heights, uh, increased. Okay. Thank you for that. Uh, last question. What are the next steps for the project? Where does this go? You know, where is it heading? And uh, when do you think any kind of construction might be able to break ground? Or, or really, when is this going to get started? So right now, uh, I think we're looking at, if the project is approved, we're looking at construction going on until 2030. Uh, Google is pretty swift with its construction, uh, if anyone has paid attention to what's going on in the North Bayshore area and Mountain View. Um, they know how to hustle when it comes to building. Um, but the the project is anticipated to go until about 2030. But first, it must be approved, and the city council is planning to look at it around May 25th, although that's a tentative date because, as we know, things get scuttled around often. And it's possible, uh, I'm curious to see whether city council may hear it one day and discuss it and perhaps decide to defer an actual vote until a future date. That's sort of, I'm kind of curious to see whether that might happen. I'm also curious to see whether there will be a larger turnout in public commenters than there had been at last night's meeting, because uh, there were about, there were more than 40 people uh, commenting last night, but that's, as many people with experience know that's not necessarily a large number in the context of public meetings, um, especially for a project of this magnitude. So May 25th is a tentative date and following the approval, um, we're looking at a timeline of 10 plus years uh, to the complete build out of the campus and the housing. So it's, it's, it's exciting. Okay, well, thank you, Sonia. Thank you for coming on. It was great to have you and I'm sure we'll have you back on uh, when this goes for a vote in front of the city council. Definitely. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Nick. Thank you. That's it for this episode of The Podlight, an audio collaboration between Silicon Valley Synergy and San Jose Spotlight. I'm Nick Preciado. We'll see you next week.